Hello, and welcome to the Michael Slate Show. As you can hear, I am not Michael Slate. I'm the guest host, Annie Day. And we're here at a momentous moment and an unacceptable and intolerable moment. We're going to open with words from Sansara Taylor, the co-initiator of Rise Up for Abortion Rights and Revolutionary, in front of the Supreme Court just a few hours ago. in front of the Supreme Court just hours ago when we heard the decision, the illegitimate Supreme Court passed an illegitimate ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade, to legally subjugate women to the legal status of subordinate human beings. And this is unacceptable, and it is illegitimate. We must resound in the streets. This decision must not stand legal abortion on demand. This is the Michael Slate Show. I am your guest host today, Annie Day. This is going to be a fly by the seat, fly by the seat of our pants show. 
You're going to hear commentary from me. From uh, We're going to have in just a minute on the show Coco Das. She's on the editorial board of RefuseFascism.org. She's been working with and speaking on behalf of Rise Up for Abortion Rights. I want people, as you're listening to this show, to start packing your bags, to start getting ready to hit the streets. Now is the moment where people must act. So I want to welcome Coco Das. We have you here with us. Why don't you give your reactions to this illegitimate ruling and what you think is needed right now? Hi, Annie. It's good to be here. Um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I've completely gotten control over my emotions, um, even though I, like many people, I've been expecting this um, and have been have been fighting like hell to stop the Supreme Court from overturning Roe, calling people into the streets, calling people out to take bold, nonviolent but un, unequivocal action with us. Um, but still, it is a, a shock to the system to hear it, to hear that they are willing to enslave half of humanity, that this, they are willing to send this message in this 21st century, send this message to girls and women that you are not free. Your bodies are not your own. Your destinies are not going to sh- be shaped by you, but by the state and by the church, by these patriarchal, theocratic politicians and um you know, I'm sure you can hear the emotion in my voice, but, um, you know, I, I think this is a, a moment where we really have to rise to the, the call of history. I feel you. I'm with you. <laughs> I am, I am uh, 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 going, toggling back and forth between fury and finding new depths of fury and emotion. When you say this is a moment of history and we have to act, can, can you say what you mean by that? What do you think we should be, what do you think is possible and necessary right now? Look, I think this is a moment where people who, you know, the millions and millions of people who did not want to see this moment, who did not want to see Roe v. Wade overturned, but were waiting. They were, they were waiting for a savior from up high, or they were waiting for the elections, or they were waiting for somehow this to be resolved in some other way that didn't require them to actually step out and put something on the line. This is the moment to shed all that, to shed those illusions, to shed the, this, that this fight belongs to somebody else. We who do not want to see this future for women and girls and to see like the, the door open to this whole theocratic fascist assault on all of our rights, we have to step out into the streets right now. This ruling is illegitimate. It's passed by an illegitimate court. Three of these justices were were put on that court by a lawless, illegitimate president, which the January 6th hearings have been very compellingly showing. And we have to step outside of the normal channel, get in the streets, get loud, in nonviolent, creative, but very disruptive ways, put our bodies upon the gears of this machine and make it come to a grinding halt. And we have to demand that this illegitimate ruling be reversed and that the federal government reverse the ruling and codify Roe and guarantee a legal right to abortion. We need to demand legal abortion on demand and not stop until we win. And not stop until we win. I mean, I think right now there's been there's been a lot of talk about, you know, developing refuge states, sanctuary states, better access to the, the you know, medication abortions. What do you think is wrong with that? Look, I mean, all of that is accepting shrinking ground. 
And this is this is a problem that we have to confront that has gotten us where we are today, that we've too many forces who could have actually brought their base out into the streets to really fight this and really create a political crisis that would have compelled the Supreme Court not to make this calculation that they could get away with this right now, actually were leading people to accept this shrinking ground, to accept these workarounds of refugee, refuge states, refuge counties, refuge cities, an uh, underground of abortion pills. They're going after all of that. And we were continually fighting on the shrinking ground that is disappearing to nothing. Clarence Thomas put it on the line that all of these other rights, un- unenumerated rights, are on the line right now. And they're not going to let you keep these, these you know, little islands of sanctuary. They're not going to let you try to, to get around their laws. And this actually has opened the door to allowing a, a very sophisticated surveillance state to criminalize women criminalize abortion doctors and not only send vigilantes after you, but to you actually use the full power of the state and the full violence of the state to enforce their laws. So we can't accept anything less than a legal abortion on demand. Anything less than that is actually you're, you're fighting on ground that is quickly being overturned under your feet. That's right. No, this this does have to resound. This decision must not stand legal abortion on demand. And I do want to make sure everyone is packing your bags, getting ready to hit the streets and go to rise up number four abortionrights.org. Find a protest, call a protest today, tomorrow. This has to be sustained. It has to continue. Coco, can you talk about what do you think and this is part of where I think our emotion and our theory comes from. What do you think is at stake in terms of women's lives in this ruling? What do you think this actually portends and means for, for the millions of women in this country and in the future for girls? I mean, this is a form of female enslavement. Forced birth, forced motherhood is a form of female enslavement. What else can you call it when you do not get to decide the most intimate decisions? of your life, but you are reduced to biological function, biological function that is, you know, set by a, you know, a theocratic movement that is basing their policy on a biblical story from 2,000 years ago. Um, so here in Texas, where we've been living under a near total abortion ban for 10 months, SB8, and when it passed, you know, there was barely a whimper. It should have been news everywhere. Everyone should have been flooding the streets. We've People have been coming forward. We have heard stories of women who have either had to flee the state with tremendous sacrifice and cost, leaving their families, leaving their jobs, sometimes getting on a plane, trying to get to another state to get an abortion before their miscarriages become septic with their actual lives on the line, in this case of these cases of wanted pregnancies, but when there's a fetal abnormality or they're going through a miscarriage, even in those cases, when the woman could die, uh, doctors here have refused to even mention the word abortion, offer an abortion, um, offer a uh, procedure to remove the dying fetus because of this law. Um, Others, can't make that journey. They they just can't afford to leave their town, their families, their jobs. 
and they give birth against their will. And women have come forward to talk to us about that, about feeling like surrogates, feeling like property, feeling worthless. This is, this is the future of the society that will allow this to happen to women and girls, half of humanity. What kind of society can we be with that reality? If half of humanity is not free, if half of humanity is told that their bodies belong to the state or to the church or to men, then there, we have serious problems. This is a seriously messed up society. Um, I mean, there's, there's, that's only uh, the tip of the iceberg as to what this means, for not only for women and girls, but for LGBTQ rights, for the rights of, of black people, the rights of, uh, you know, interracial marriage, um, marriage equality, because the fascist movement behind this assault, which is celebrating right now, they're just, they're so, um, you know, pompously in the streets celebrating, and they're really feeling the victory of this, to hand them this kind of victory and think that they're not going to accelerate their program to go after everything else that they want is very, very dangerous delusion. And we have to change the equation very quickly to show that this is a two-sided fight and actually the people, they are not the majority. The people are the majority who do not want this, who care about humanity, who care about women and girls. And we are actually going to step out and be the ones full, filled with passionate intensity. We're the ones who are not going to back down. And we're the ones who are going to be going for victory and celebrating in the streets. I think if people aren't responding to that, Coco, if they're not feeling the need to act and, to, you know, there's, there's been way too much over the last month of people saying, I'm pro-choice, I'm with you, and they stand on the sidelines. And now is the time to move. Now is a time for courage, for heroism, and for, yes, as you said, for passionate intensity and determination to, to fight in nonviolent but serious and sustained and determined mass protest. And if, and if people will not fight for the future of women, for the lives of women, for the future of girls, for black women and brown women and immigrant women and, and all of the women whose lives and dreams will be foreclosed and shattered, if they are forced to bear children against their will, if now is not the time when you will fight, then you need to examine and evaluate your, reevaluate your morality and find it and sit with yourself until you actually recognize the need to act and, and decide who you're going to be in this moment. I actually think it would be good. I'd like to play. We have, because um, you're talking about what's needed now in this moment, this is the Michael Slate Show. I'm your host. Michael Slate's dear friend, Annie Day. I'm filling in for him today on a momentous and a historic day. I want to play um, one of the quotes we've been referencing is from Mario Savio, or one of the calls to actions and moral standards that we've been upholding is a call to action from Mario Savio, who led the free speech movement in Berkeley in 1964, and this is from him. So can we play that now? When the operation of the machine becomes so odious, makes you so sick at heart that you can't take part, you can't even passively take part, 
and you've got to put your bodies upon the gears and upon the wheels, upon the levers, upon all the apparatus, and you've got to make it stop, and you've got to indicate to the people who run it, to the people who own it, that unless you're free, the machine will be prevented from working at all. And that was Mario Savio from the free speech movement setting a moral standard for what's needed right now, a call to action for what's needed right now. Unless you're free, the machine must be prevented from working at all. And if people, uh, there's a brother, Guido Reichstatter, who climbed up on a bridge in D.C. and dropped a banner. He's been calling on people to rise up for abortion rights. RiseUpForAbortionRights.org has been doing dramatic and heroic actions in the streets, calling people to act, calling people to their conscience. And this is what has to happen in every corner of society. Mass sustains full resistance, nonviolent, determined. This ruling must not stand. Legal abortion on demand. Um, so, Coco Das, are you with us? Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. So we're here with Coco Das, who's on the editorial board of RefuseFascism.org and has been a, a speaking on behalf of Rise Up for Abortion Rights. Do you want to respond to that call from from Mario Savio? I mean, every time I hear it, I think that this is one of those times. What could be more odious than this right that's been on the books for almost 50 years being ripped away and ripped away actually so soon after it was guaranteed? And and women got, you know, the right to abortion was won through that kind of fury, through that, you know, people putting their bodies on the line and bringing this machine to a halt. It came on the heels of the liberation movements, the civil rights movement, the um, and the, you know, women's and gay liberation movements, the anti-Vietnam War movement. It came out of the ruptures that were happening in society where people really fought for a different world. They fought for a world where people could could breathe and and function as full human beings. And to have that, you know, what does it say about this this moment and this country that we're going backwards now? And going backwards at a time when in Latin America, women are winning the right to abortion through those very same mechanisms of putting your bodies upon the gears, upon the wheels, and making it stop. And, you know, indicating to the rulers that unless we're free, uh, this machine will be prevented from functioning. This is the spirit that we need now. Every every right, every social justice in this country has won, been won in that way. And it's no different now, but we are going to have to fight like hell. We're going to have to we're going to have to do things differently than the way that they've been done, the way that we've been conditioned to sort of passively advocate or, you know, give our, give our power over to proxies, hoping that they'll, they'll act in our interests. We have to act in our own interests in, in this very way that he's talking about in that speech. Yeah, I think not, um, not relying on the politicians, not relying on, on the elections. Uh, Baba Bakian, the revolutionary leader and author of the New Communism, has made the point. Even the right to vote was won by voting. It was won in the streets. Right. It was won through mass protest. It was won by going up against the water hoses and the dogs and the KKK terror. And that determination and that courage and that hope and fight for the future is what we, is what we need today, relying on each other and relying on ourselves. Um, we just got, like, about an hour ago, uh, uh, somebody sent me a new song from an artist, Milk. Um, and I want to I wanna play that. I think we're going to play the bulk of it. 
And um, this is what artists need to be doing. If you're a musician, write to us at Rise for Abortion Rights LA. You can DM us on Instagram. Artists and everyone everywhere with a platform needs to be using that platform to speak up and out. This is Annie Day, the guest host for today's Michael Slate Show. And we're going to move into playing this song, and then we're going to keep Coco on the back end, and we've got a few more clips to play and, and some discussion to have, some serious discussion to have about what this moment represents and what's needed right now. So let's play this song. I was on mute. 
I'm back. I'm sorry. I was muted. Okay, you just heard the world premiere um, from Milk. Um, Milk Music, you can follow her on Instagram, M-I-L-C-K Music on Instagram. I'm sorry, I'm not Michael Slate. (laughs) You have to bear with us for the technical difficulties. Okay, so you just heard a world premiere from Milk. You can follow her on Instagram, M-I-L-C-K Music. We just got permission to play that song. It's not been played before. It's not been heard before. She's going to rush it out uh, in an emergency way uh, because it's so needed right now, and it captures the spirit that we all need to be basing ourselves on and fighting for. We won't go back. We are the future, but that means we're going to have to fight for the future. It means we're going to have to fight for the future arm in arm and with the courage needed and our sights set on that future. We won't go back. So thank you, Milk. Like I said, follow her on Instagram, M-I-L-C-K Music. Um, uh, Coco, why don't you respond to what we just heard since we're all kind of in the moment feeling it together. Well, I I really agree that this is a time for artists to respond. We need people from from every every corner of society, every every walk of life to to take a stand on this. Um, I I wasn't able to hear all of the song. I'll I'll listen back in the archives and mm-hmm. um, and here I really want to hear the song because I think that art can move people in a way and give people a vision of not only what's at stake, but what's needed in a way that that's very visceral that, you know, some different kinds of things like an op-ed can't do. So I, I really applaud that. And, you know, the fact that it's getting out on an emergency schedule and we need much more of that. Yeah. We need, a, it's the backbone and the heart. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people aren't, uh, uh, have not, have, have not let themselves feel the rage and they go straight from from agonizing angst to defeat and and depression and this mm-hmm. is you know we cannot we do not have the luxury of this right now we do not have the luxury to wallow in in our fear and our individual self-worry we have to come together we have to come together in the streets including from different perspectives i i wanted to say a little this a little bit this morning, you know, about what I think this future can, can what, what this ruling concentrates and what the future can hold. And I really want to encourage listeners to go to RevCon.us. You will find on there a guide for how to act in resistance and in preparation for revolution. And I'm speaking from my perspective here. I'm as part of the national tour to get organized for an actual revolution. And I work with the Rev Club, Revolution Club. And I'm a follower of the revolutionary leader, Baba Bakian, and he recognizes that concentrated in the moment we're in, where these republic fascists are fighting to get their hands and their grips on the future, to remake this country on a fascist, on a, on a, with, a, with a fascist framework of the open white supremacy, the, the rewriting of the rule of law, the, the, the legalized subordination of women and the hatred and decimation of gay and lesbian people and trans and trans people and trans youth. This is the future that they are fighting for. And it, and, and because they're fighting so hard and there's cracks and splits at the top, we are in pre-civil war time. And I think people are very worried about, about that. And they can recognize the darkness looming on the horizon, but what people don't see 
is if we fight with the kind of determination that they're fighting for their future with, their dark ages, theocratic future, if we can come together and get organized to bring into being a whole new world, they're also in this moment holds the potential for an actual revolution to bring into being a whole new world, a world where the bare minimum of women's rights is the basic right to control their own future and their own their own reproduction. And and I again I want to encourage people to go to redcom.us to get into it, to look into this work, to look into whether or not there's a basis for hope for the future. And then let's forge the path to that by becoming a fighting people in the streets and not a passive giving up ahead of time people. In terms of the potential for that, I want to play a short clip from Bob Avakian. This is a it's just a two minute clip and it is comes from a talk that he gave some months ago called Something Terrible or or something truly emancipating, profound crisis, deepening divisions, the looming possibility of civil war and the revolution that is urgently needed. So we're going to play that. This is the Michael Slate Show. I am not Michael Slate. I am your guest host, Annie Day. Uh, and then let's go into this, this clip, and we're going to talk more with Coco on, on the other end. Here is another profound truth. Even with all the ways that the heavy chains of hundreds and thousands of years of oppressive tradition weigh down on the masses of people and place a heavy burden, particularly on the half of humanity that is female. There is a deep yearning to be free of all this, which not only leads to imaginary hopes of supernatural salvation, but also erupts in unrestrained fury right in this real world. And that fury needs to be fully called forth, given a scientific revolutionary expression, focused toward the emancipation of all the oppressed and exploited of the world and ultimately all humanity, directed to fighting against the fundamental source of all the suffering. This system of capitalism imperialism, with its suffocating and brutal patriarchal male supremacy, along with all its other outrages. This takes on even more powerful meaning and urgent importance in the current situation in this country and others, where the forceful assertion of raw misogyny, hatred of women, and patriarchal subjugation of women is becoming more blatant and unbridled, focused to a significant degree now in the escalating moves to even further deny women control over their own lives and their very bodies, with the right to abortion and even birth control being brought under mounting attack. Right now, this slogan and call needs to be taken up broadly and made a powerful material force. Break the chains. Unleash the fury of women as a mighty force for revolution. That was a clip from Bob Avakian from a talk a few, a few, some months ago called Something Terrible or Something Truly Emancipating, Profound Crisis, 
deepening divisions, the looming possibility of civil war and the revolution that is urgently needed. This is the Michael Slate Show. I am your guest host, Annie Day, and I'm here with Coco Das, who's um, on the editorial board of RefuseFascism.org and working closely with Ride for Abortion Rights. Um, Coco, do you want to respond to that? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that this it is time to really ask deep questions um, about why why this is happening. How do you how do we get beyond a world where you know half of humanity can be enslaved? How do we get beyond all the the patriarchal relations? Where does it come from? Where does it stem from? And and is there a way out of this? So I I would just really second to everybody that um, you know dig in to this work, dig into Bob Avakian's work that you can find at revcom.us. Um, I personally, speaking for myself, I'm not speaking for anyone else in Refuse Fascism or Rise Up for Abortion Rights, I would not be here doing this work without the, if I had not been uh, examining the work of Bob Avakian for, for many years now, and especially on this question of abortion and how critical and how foundational it is to... Uh, women being seen as full human beings and um, and to the liberation of women. So I just uh, think it's it's really uh, if for everybody who can't stand this, who is, who is feeling in their gut like this kind of future is just intolerable. Um, it it behooves you to to dig into this work and, and let's let's talk about how we actually get out of this and win a, a whole new future out of this very terrible situation. There's so much at stake. You know, I appreciate that. And there's so much at stake right now for millions of women, for girls, for LGBTQ people, for black people, for the immigrants. There's so much at stake right now. We cannot afford or tolerate any more of this snarking and sniping from the sidelines as a justification for doing nothing. This is, these are questions we have to open up. We have to debate. Why are these fascists so furiously on the march? Why are the Democrats capitulating so repeatedly? Why are there no answers under this system? What can be done? Is revolution possible? Is it really necessary? Is the problem in the system of capitalism and imperialism? How do we upend it? How do we build a whole new world? Let's debate and discuss those questions as we stand together in the streets and right now, stand together urgently behind the singular demand that this ruling must not stand legal abortion on demand. I appreciate, you know, your comments, Coco, and, and I think everybody has to have that kind of serious, critical-minded investigation and intellectual integrity to dig into this and to ask the deep questions. And there's way too much of this proceeding from self and me and mine and I don't like those people, and they're not using the right language, and all of the things that are kneecapping and hamstringing, uh, uh, you know, the decent people right now, we have to break out of it. This is the Michael Slate Show. I am your guest host, Annie Day. Where are you hearing, not just the, the hand-wringing about what, this, about what this ruling means, 49 years of precedent overturned, Clarence Thomas telling you, that this is that this is the beginning of a of a of a tsunami of going for a federal ban on abortion across the country. Don't kid yourself that you're going to find a refuge in a blue state of California, in Hanford, California. People may not know this, 
but there was a, a, a woman who spent 16 months in prison charged with murder for having a stillbirth at eight months. She spent 16 months in prison, and the charges were later dropped, but that DA said he would do it again. And that is the future. This happened in Texas. It's happened in, in, in Oklahoma right now. There's a woman in prison for a miscarriage. Hundreds of women are in prison in El Salvador where abortion is outlawed, and they're in prison because they're, this is what happens when women's wombs become crime scenes. Don't kid yourself that you're going back to normal. The normal was a horror anyway, and it's not coming back. And the point about Clarence Thomas is in his concurrent opinion, which Coco spoke to earlier, he said we're going for a federal abortion ban. He said that the, the right to privacy, that, that the unenumerated rights in the Constitution are all on the chopping block. And what does he mean by that? He means um, the right to gay marriage. He means the right to birth control. This is what's happening, people, and now is the time to act and act in unity and act with the future in our hearts and in our minds. You know, people should get into all of this and join us again in the streets. People should follow Rise Number 4, Abortion Rights LA, on Instagram or social media, and, uh, and definitely on, on the website, uh, riseup4abortionrights.org. Coco, people are being called to come to D.C. Why don't you tell us about that for a minute? Yeah, it's for, since I believe it was last Monday, June 13th. Um, Rise Up for Abortion Rights.org put out a call for people to come to D.C. and, and be a, a constant presence in front of the Supreme Court in the weeks, you know, with the anticipation that this decision could come any day. And it would have made a huge difference if there had been thousands of people out there day after day after day. But short of that, it is so important that there was a, and has been a constant presence, a group of people who refuse to accept the Supreme Court decimating women's rights and calling people forward. People have taken very courageous action. They've, you know, chained themselves to the fence of, uh, in front of the Supreme Court. There was a contingent of youth that came out from New York and, um, you know, dressed in pigtails and put on, you know, shocking makeup and bound their hands and carried baby dolls in Amy Coney Barrett's neighborhood, referring to how she spoke about, you know, what what's the big deal about forcing girls and women to give birth? They can just drop their babies off at the fire department or, um, you know, or wherever. And so they they were really bringing alive in in a creative way what this means to to force children to give birth to children and contribute to this domestic supply of infants which was in the draft opinion I haven't been able to check and see if that line is still in the this opinion that was just announced um, and we are still calling people to DC this this fight has to actually step up and escalate now to to the thousands who have been, you know, sitting back and not not stepping forward. This is the time to get in front of the Supreme Court. Right now, there are people in front of the Supreme Court. Get over there because, you know what, the other side is out there, too. They're out there celebrating, and we have to overwhelm them with our numbers, with our passion, with our love for humanity, without, with our conviction. We cannot let them keep having the moral high ground saying they're pro-life. These people are not pro-life. They are pro the enslavement of women. And that has to be brought out very sharply. And it has to be brought out by, by us, the people in our millions out in the streets in DC and everywhere. 
That's right. And wherever you are and whoever you are, use your platform to call people into the streets. I want to, I've gotten, I feel so honored. I've gotten, uh, this is in a, a second song that someone sent me, Shira, Shira Girl, S-H-I-R-A, Girl. You can follow her on Instagram, Shira underscore girl. She sent a song called Resist, and I think it's what's needed now more than ever. So let's play that. <laughs> I am, that, that is the kind of joy and fury and bounce 
that we need right now, and we need it in the streets, and we need it in our hearts, and we need it in our music. So thank you, Shira Girl, for sending me that song and putting a smile on my face. <laughs> um, you're listening to the Michael Slate Show. Coco, why don't you um, take a couple minutes and say what you're thinking kind of in, in, in your parting words? Well, I, I think I'll quote from a Rise Up for Abortion Rights statement that was just released in a press release. I think it sort of concentrates what I'm feeling, um, but it says to fall silent or stay home as the violence of forced motherhood is cemented into law is to condone and accept female enslavement and the acceleration of a whole theocratic fascist juggernaut coming for contraception, LGBTQ rights, and much more. This is unconscionable and would put a stain on society and on the conscious conscience of everyone who goes along. So I just want to say we cannot be the ones who who go along. We have to draw a line in the sand here, get into the streets. There are nationwide rallies everywhere, including back in front of the Supreme Court at 5. Today and tomorrow in Austin, we'll be at the federal courthouse at 5 o'clock. And I know that um, there are emergency rallies called everywhere. You can go to Rise Up for the number 4, abortionrights.org. To um, get hooked in, find your rally, do one in where you are if there isn't one already planned, and also donate because we are we have sent people to D.C. Um, it costs money to to have people on the ground to get all the materials out to really get this message out to the millions who need to hear it. Um, please donate and and don't tamp down your fury that. I can't emphasize enough what it will do to us if we actually tamp down our our righteous fury. We have to actually unleash it and channel it into a movement that that can actually stop this assault and win win us a different future. Yeah, that's right. Again, people can go to Rise Up Number Four Abortion Rights dot org. It's the time to come together. It's the time to get organized and and like you said, to tap into and unleash that fury and outrage and manifest it and fight for it in the streets. The future is on the line. Do not stand aside. So I want to thank you, Coco, for being with us here today, for being with me here today. I've never hosted a radio thank show you. before, and I don't think we've ever been in such a historic moment before. So, um, no, you know, no, you just, you. Uh, people, oh, go ahead. Thank Were you. Say something, Coco? I think I'm, Sorry, I think I'm losing you. you. So I just want to thank you. Um, it was good to be here, and you know, on and this is a, a time for us to really rise up and change the course of history. That's right. And people can read Coco has an op-ed in today's Independent, and you can look for it online. Coco dots. Again, I want to just repeat this basic call that this decision must not stand. Into the street, legal abortion on demand. Keep saying that. This decision must not stand into the streets, legal abortion on demand. We cannot stand by. We cannot allow this. We cannot go back. As Milk said so beautifully, and you heard it earlier, we won't go back, and we have to mean it. If we're not going to go back, that means we're going to have to fight to go forward. We're going to have to fight to seize the future. We're going to have to rip it out of the hands of these fascists that are determined to enslave women, that are determined to, to take away gay marriage that are determined 
to to throw you know LGBTQ people back into the closet that are that are determined to violently genocide black and brown people. They cannot have the future. But if we want to see a different and a better future, it means we're going to have to fight for it. Get out of the passivity. Get out of the me and mine. Get out of the waiting for a savior. Get out of the narrow-minded, mug, woke, passive, smirking and sniping from the sidelines and join us in the streets. You can find Rise Up for Abortion Rights with all the bounce and the fury and the joy. Resist. Resist it. It's all connected. We have to change it. You're listening to The Michael Slate Show. Um, I think we're up on our time here. I want to I want to bring take us out with with uh, Betty and um, and stay tuned. Stay tuned to the RNL, the Revolution Nothing Less Show at youtube.com slash the RevCom. I think they're going to have emergency dispatches. Stay tuned for your calls to action, your calls to conscience, your calls to be on the streets. Legal abortion on demand. This ruling must not stand. I want to thank Coco Das for being here today. I want to thank the uh, the engineer um, Wendell Handy and um, and I want to thank Henry Carson. I really want to thank Milk for letting us play her beautiful new new song here on the radio today. I want to thank Shira Girl for sending that powerful call to action. Uh, find them on social media. Follow them. Join them in the streets. Join us in the streets. And this is Michael Slate. We've got some time left, so I want to share a talk by Noche Diaz at a protest on June 25th in Los Angeles. Check this out. Thank and express my appreciation to all the performers today. It is refreshing, refreshing to be able to come together and lift each other up. But so much of the time going through this society, it tears you down, especially if you're a woman. We're just going out to have a good time means you have to prepare yourself for being degraded and treated like dirt. And then yesterday, and then yesterday, we woke up to a slap in the face with the highest court in the land telling you that women are no longer legally classified as full human beings. We saw a lot of righteous fury in the streets all over this country yesterday. But it will not be enough to vent our outrage for a day or a weekend and then go home and go back to doing what we did for the last decades that slowly saw women have their rights taken away bit by bit until these fascists in the court saw blood and went all out. They saw blood and went all out when people didn't stand up when they took away the right to abortion in Texas. And now they, they see blood and plan to go even further, to go after LGBT people, to go after black people and Latinos. That is right, but we have to not only take to the streets, we have to go to those millions of people who were in tears, whose heads were in their hands yesterday, but who did not make it out into the street. We have to go to those people who have found and been told so many excuses and so much bullshit that keeps them chained to this system and everybody here who can hear
today to be part of turning people out to rise up for a portion life. Every single person here is a leader today and has to be on a mission going forward. We have to march, we have to scream, and we have to struggle not just against the f***ers on the court, but all the ways of thinking that people tell themselves to keep them passive. Yesterday they already started buttering you up and getting you ready for more defeat. Okay, you lost this right, but now we have to defend the right to travel. To travel so women can go where it's, from where it's illegal to where it's legal. Even while they take that away and make more states have illegal abortions and take away the right to birth control. Every single day that we do not turn this around is a day where a terrible future is being enforced on us. So everyone here has a mission going forward. And let me tell you one last thing, sisters and brothers and others. All you beautiful people. I am a spokesperson for the revolution clubs in this country. Back in February, we were start part of fighting to come together with everyone, even if you don't give, if you don't want a revolution. Because all of us who have a heart and who are decent and care about the future have to fight to defend this right and to turn this decision around. But we fought to bring that unity because we see, we see. Not just what everybody sees. Because everybody here and everybody watching yesterday could see something is wrong in America. But let me tell you, sisters, brothers, others, beautiful people, we see that something is wrong with America. Something is wrong with America. If you feel me, let me see you here say hell yeah. It is not just that something is wrong in this country. This country was founded on genocidal theft of land and annihilation of the indigenous people. The enslavement of black people. It expanded through wars, assassinations, coup d'etats, and destroys the environment. And the legacy of all that continues in new forms today. And what we face now is that this country is coming apart. This country is coming apart, and its thin veil of freedom and justice for all is beginning to fall off. And the future we get is going to be either ugly, like what we saw in this Supreme Court decision, of an openly in female enslaving patriarchal, patriarchy and a genocidal racism. But what we also see is that that gives us a chance because things that have remained the same for decades are changing right before our eyes. Two years ago, everything you thought was impossible started to happen. Society shut down. The whole world started to change. All of a sudden, millions of people took to the streets after George Floyd was murdered to say an end to police murder and institutional racism. And just this last month, we saw people all across this country Finally, finally come out and say women are human beings. Abortion on demand. And without apology. And without apology, right on. So there is potential here. There is a time to seize. But it's also ours to waste. So 
if you feel me, if you can see that something is wrong with this country, I'm going to be right here, off to the side when I get off this stage. And I want you to come and see me and find out about getting organized for revolution. I want you to come and see me and, and my comrades in the Revolution Club. Learn about Bob Avakian, a revolutionary leader who's been fighting this system for decades and developing a strategy for how to bring this mother down and how to replace it with something emancipating. Our Constitution, day one, abortion's legal, no problem, easy, starting point, let's go from there and go even further. We do not have to live this way. We can get to a whole different world. But this system of capitalism, imperialism, this American democracy that covers over all this oppression and madness is in the way. Let's get rid of it. Let's get organized for revolution. But now whatever you think about that, that's no excuse to stand aside from getting in the streets and reversing this decision by making clear if they want to take away the right to abortion, we are all going to put our bodies on the line to bring this country to a halt. The Supreme Court decision must not stand and will not stand. Abortion on demand and without apology. Thank you, Sister and others. And our beautiful people. Who am I giving this mic to you right now? Just try through the square. Try through the square. In tri-colored rags. Fist in the air. Fist in the air. Hair your flag. Did you now? Did you? Did you now? Just rise in the street. Rise in the street. Face in the crowd. March to the beat. Watch to the beat. Did your faith make it proud? Is it time now? Ready, everyone? Yes, thank you, sir. Oh, we in the cut. What, what, what? We in the cut. Los Angeles, California. We in the cut. Live from the launch pad. We going up. That's right. It's in the cut radio live from the launch pad with DJ Ben Vera every single Saturday night, early Sunday morning, midnight.